Hey guys, welcome to the A&J Show. It's Andy here. Hey, it's James, and thank you for listening. So our topic today is about feminists and masculinity. I personally have been seeing a lot of this in the news regarding sexual harassment and abuse. I think we just want to educate ourselves on this topic, which means by getting into it, and uh, for a warning, this is a touchy subject, and I think we should get into it. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because uh, of the whole Me Too movement that's going on. But for our guest for this episode, we brought on Jessica. To just just, just skip the last thing. Jesus this Christ. Not, not, <laughs> not, not, wait, not, no, but we're not. So sorry. I'm so sorry that I completely butchered your last name. Uh, Jessica is a high school graduate and is heading to LaSalle University. So, hello. Hi, Andy. How are you doing? I'm good. And, um, you know, it's fine if you butchered my last name because everyone does it, so it's fine. All right. So, this is an open forum. So, you know, we don't have to be specific to our topics. If we all want to chime in something, we're more than welcome to, okay? And please tell me if I'm crossing the line or, you know, if I'm being a dick, right? Because, yeah, yeah. yeah it's fine. I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. So, let's begin on what it means to be a male. For who I am biologically, I classify as a male. That means I have a penis and I have testosterone. I have some feminine characteristics too and male characteristics. <laughs> and I am what I am and no one can tell me otherwise. What does it mean to be a male for you, James? Well, you know, you can be anything you want to be. I'm not the first to judge, but being a male is okay. And like, yeah, as a male, you always had a higher leadership to compare to females, which is disrespectful and messed up, especially in society. And I think it definitely, like I definitely want to hear the stories being from a female perspective because my whole life it's been I've been in a male perspective state of mind so yeah it's what it's like being a male it's tough because our social background is very sexist and we have to deal with pay disparity among the genders or just people walking down the street it appears that women have to be catcalled on and men have to catcall women or they aren't true men so what does it mean to be a female for you, Jessica? So to be a female, I feel as if it's to be independent, strong, and confident, especially in a world where women are seen as inferior to men. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's that pretty much sums it up. But, you know, women can be more of the timid type, too. And Yeah, and, you know, I mean, guys as well, but... I don't think it really necessarily means that we're not strong because I think that's just one of the characteristics that we all have. And for the female perspective, how does what does a male appear to be? Like, what do I think a male is? Or yeah, like their characteristics. Um, it's kind of really difficult question because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like stereotypical. But I guess like for me, it's just. They should be more understanding, but I feel like in my view, I see it as it's like dominant and in control. Hmm. 
All right, let's move on to our interview with Jessica being a feminist and with masculine social problems within our society. So like, how do you embrace yourself as a female? So I basically do what I need to do and I don't listen to what others tell me. Cause you know, we, we, we live in a world where like girls are shut out and no one really wants to listen to our opinions or, you know. So I feel like I have to step up and do what I have to do and just focus on me. And do you face a lot of microaggressions because of your sexuality? Yes, and not to be stereotypical, but, you know, like, not getting chose to be on, like, dodgeball team or something because, you know, I'm a girl, and, you know, we can't catch or throw, apparently, so. Sounds like a terrible world to live in. And I feel sympathy for because of who I am mm-hmm. versus your identity and it's something that we can't change as to regard to our gender but I'm sure we can change as a society yeah there's always subject to change mm-hmm. and how can men be better in treating women I think we should just treat everyone as regular human beings um I feel like men should just not treat us as like objects and one also don't catcall us because that's very inappropriate and it's very demeaning so i feel like men should just start to you know educate yourself and just think like oh if i say this would this offend you know this person so i feel like men should just try to be should just try to be understanding and just listen to what we have to say instead of you know yeah, it's kind of hard when like it's going catcalling is going from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, do you think your role as a female differed throughout the years? In a good way, kind of. Um, no, not really. I feel like as I got older, there's more like pressure on me and more of like an image that I have to put on, especially for my parents who are very conservative and they're more like the older generation so they kind of put on this image of me where i have to be a good daughter and learn how to cook and clean and do basically what a housewife does and do you do you like your family uh, like judge you because of what you wear and stuff like that oh yeah all the time i literally because i'm wearing a tank top kind of right now and some shorts and you know they don't like it because it's to- it's showing too much skin, especially when I'm with my uncle who's also very conservative. Like he'll literally tell me to wear some longer pants even when it's like a hundred degrees outside, or he'll threaten to wear his booty shorts as well. <laughs> so hey, rock them all. <laughs> I'm not here to judge. And this is a question for you, James. Okay. Have have your family ever judged you on what you wear? When I was younger, <laughs> maybe because like I like dressing myself up. It's like I would go outside with like orange shorts and like a blue type shirt. My mom's like, "No, I'm like gosh, like you really want, you just look like you just got out of bed." I'm like, "Mom, why?" And then like when I got older, she stopped judging me. But yeah, maybe because I was like six years old and I wanted to dress myself. My fashion wasn't as it is today. <laughs> yeah, but it's nothing to do with 
Well, actually, it's, it is somewhat to do with being a male, right? Because, like, a male, you're supposed to dress up, like, at least... It's supposed to be, like, suit, tie, casual. Mm -hmm. Like, no makeup whatsoever. Yeah. Or that, or you're a girl, yeah, right? Dude, or For sure. Yeah, or any of that. It's like, as soon as you go near a... Like, when you're younger, if you go near, like, a doll house or something, it's like, you get criticized. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I'm not... I'm fine with who I am today, but, like, for me, growing up, sports kind of got into me kind of like i had to do it but i did i loved sports but like i kind of like i had to yeah yeah <laughs> there yeah. was like no way but like i don't want to like my dad wants a grandchild <laughs> i and there's pressure there mm. so how can society work on problems like catcalling and sexual advances well, one, just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's simple, you know. I mean, if you're, like, trying to, like, compliment us, just saying, like, hey, you look beautiful today, or um, I like your outfit, yeah. stuff like that. But, like, saying, like, hey, yo, ma, or, like. Hey, shawty, how you doing? Yeah, like, no, like, just don't do that. Like, it's, it's demeaning, can, and it's just no. Can I get your number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Seven Street's a wild place, folks. Like. What is your life goal in a foreseeable future? Um, I want to work in the medical field, and you know, there's a lot of men in that field. So, um, and I also want to like have a family in the future, and hopefully, if I do have daughters or you know, I have a son, I hope that I can like educate them on how to be more of like a gentleman. And for my daughters, I want to you know teach them that they can be whatever they want, whoever they want. Just, you know, they don't have to rely on any man. They could just be independent. So, should we even make jokes about sex and about gender stereotypes? I personally feel uncomfortable at times when people joke around, uh, around these topics. And as I'm one of the guys, I'm supposed to laugh it off. Yeah, it's kind of... I don't think we're supposed to make jokes about that type of stuff, right? No, definitely not. Especially since, like most guys tend to joke about like sexual harassment and stuff like that and that's like something that's very serious and traumatizing and to joke about that is just way that is that's just a no-no mm. and you can't even categorize it as dark humor too, mm -hmm. because it's just offending somebody yeah. right and it's it's awful and yeah it's something that shouldn't be joked at all it's like kind of the same way with mental health you shouldn't joke about that if you want to quit and categorize so jessica have you been sexually harassed yes um lots of times when like i'm by myself mainly because you know that's when guys usually see you as like vulnerable because when no one's around so sometimes when i go to like the poppy store and like you know, guys want my number or they just want to compliment me, they'll, like, mainly, I guess, talk about my body and how I'm pretty and stuff like that. But it would just make me feel very uncomfortable because, you know, I'm getting sexualized. And um, I remember this one time when I was at, you know, down at the train station and this guy who was asking me for my number and I didn't know what to do. So I gave him a fake number and just hoping that he wouldn't call me. So I told him like, hey, you know, I don't get much cell service down here. <laughs> so 
so don't don't try to call me so and keep it that way you know it's funny so on our anchor account right we can have statistics Mm -hmm. on like um, the graphics, the demographics of people who watch our show, mm-hmm. and it's dominantly male. Oh, really? male. Yes, wow. we have eighty percent males <laughs> and twenty percent females. So for the guys listening out there, you know, let's oh, treat women with respect. Yeah, and maybe we can make something yeah. happen. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like, I'm pretty sure it's kind of noticeable when a girl is uncomfortable because we just kind of, you know. We just mm. the way how we talk in mm. our position. So I I don't want to assume anything, right? But from what I've seen, women tend to get quiet mm-hmm. when when that happens, and uh, or well, sometimes women even stand up to that type of thing too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, once a female stand up to that, then like they just get called names because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I was it was on Instagram. This woman actually on. Um, she didn't want to give this guy her number or something like that and she got assaulted she got hit by a skateboard and was knocked out yeah so you know women tend to try not to stand up as much as they want to because they're just you know we're afraid because we can't really protect ourselves Mm. it sucks too because in total our society is built on ideas right Mm -hmm. and like we label a female. They're, they're, it's like their ideas are cut down. It's like they come up with a great idea, a man comes up with the same exact idea and gets 10 times credit. The female's idea gets shut down. And like all of these things about gender and stuff, it's all human made too, right? Yeah. Males and females, we categorize them based off of their, you know, appearance. And yeah. that's all it is. Mm-hmm. But over time, it just gets ingrained into our brains that. Uh, this isn't okay. Yeah, and yet, like, our our race is superior to their race, and that's how we can dominate them. And like, it, it it's yeah. it's very saddening because it's all human made, and it's basically the world we're living in now. Mm. Yeah. Once again, thank you for allowing us to interview and in pr- your perspective of a female, because you know, us we didn't really know much about this topic until today i would say and uh our goal is basically to improve as human beings so for our next episode we'll discuss youth decision making and lifestyles in the future would you like to do would you like to do the honors jessica so once again this is the a and j show signing off i'm jessica i'm andy and i'm james and thank you for listening bye peace follow us on instagram at a underscore j show for updates on the show and Jessica, would you like to include your Instagram too? Sure, it's Jessica XVN. Yeah, done. That sounds very nice and very ambitious too, right? Because yeah. being a doctor as well as being a mother mm-hmm. can be very Especially around these times straining. Yeah, and and so do people judge you because you want to be a doctor or because you want to be a mother? Um, yes, I think it's more, it comes from my family more often and it sucks because, you know, I feel like family should always be supportive, but they're not. Um, and it comes from my mom more so. And it's interesting because I feel like as an Asian woman, she would be more of like, oh my God, you should have a family, you know, but she's actually more like, 
you need to focus on being a doctor and just a doctor. Dang, so she just don't... Like, shot your idea down. Yeah, like she doesn't care about me having a family and stuff. She just wants me to be able to provide for myself. Anything that's where like my ambition comes from. So, yeah. That's very interesting. It's, it's sort of like reverse progressivism mm-hmm. between like uh, women's um, goals because the progressive women, I'm putting quotes around progressive, is they they view women as, I, I mean, uh, women think of themselves as very career driven mm-hmm. and they can't have one or the other. They mm-hmm. can't have a family as well as a really good career. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's also very limiting in a way too, yeah. because I'm sure with enough support, with a healthy family, right, you can you do have, both, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so because of who I am and because of my identity being a male, I have witnessed a lot of locker room talk being very sure. sexual and very objectifying of, of women. And yeah, and, and it's, it's seen in the DMs too, in the chat rooms, because men think of it as a safe space. How can we fix that? Um, that's interesting because I used to date a guy who um, he had like this group chat with all his friends and I had his Instagram account and they would just always talk about these girls at our school and how they want to fuck them and stuff like that and about their bodies. So I just feel like to fix that is just educate these boys about you know how to treat women and not to see us as objects so shouldn't you talk to the female first before you even (laughs) get into the bedroom it's like oh my god Uh, our future is so fucked well that's why we're doing the podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah like for me as an athlete like for my first two years playing football like as a freshman i couldn't really say anything because they were like Oh my god, yo, this girl's fine as hell. Mm-hmm. Blah blah. Like as a freshman, you can't say shit. I'm like five eight, one forty. Don't beat the. <laughs> and like hearing that, I'm like, this these people, man. The way they take females for granted. And you know, you cannot talk back to them, or you'll be outed, right? Yeah, don't be like, oh, look at this chump, look at this bitch. Like, look at this chump, you know? Like, <laughs> this guy wants to protect these women. What? What do you, they don't have a purpose. Oh, like they're okay. just here. They're just here to not even just be here. You know? Yeah, and it it makes you it, it makes you feel out of too as the um, the people who want to you know just keep it chill and in, in the chat and like they yeah. it's hard. It's very hard. For sure, like especially like I continue on this. Like there's like so many jokes that were so messed up. Like sexually, like I get that you're feeling this way, but you shouldn't be saying this. <laughs> yeah, and it sucked because like my role at the time was I was freaking like a freshman. I can't say anything. I'm the bottom of the food chain. Yeah. yeah so I think it's definitely messed up and sickening. Kind of. What do you think? I think. Yeah, this is yeah, same same idea. I think it's sickening, but hopefully, with better education as to microaggressions among uh, among like students and like teachers, you know, 
to the adopt a more updated version of their education system that actually teaches us, then potentially we could, you know, move, uh, like evolve yeah. to a better society. Hello, folks. It's James again. Here's a word from our sponsor. So, how can men be better in treating women? I think we should just treat everyone just like regular human beings, right? Yeah, for sure. Jessica, this is where you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um... Thanks for the answer, Andy. <laughs> I think I think they should be treated. I, I was listening. <laughs> So for men, I feel like just Mother. treat us like we're one of your own in a way. But not, like, don't be too rough on us. But like, just treat us like how you would normally talk to someone. Mm. Okay. Okay. Do you think like your role changed different in a different way, like as you got older, like as a female? Um. Yeah. Especially like in the household, my mom and my dad wants me to like cook, clean more, so that when I get older and I get married and have kids I can you know do all those stuff for them hmm. so there's like this image that I have to put on image can you elaborate like a housewife you know being a mom and being a good wife hmm. well do you particularly like want this image to be who you are um not really like I don't want because I do want kids but I don't want my kids to grow up thinking like oh they have to get married and they have to listen to their husband and do all this and that I want to show them that you know they can be more they can do more and be more it seems like our generation is going to be the part where we're going to allow our children to be who they really want to be because like our, our families are built on old traditions, right? Yeah, Very I, old traditions. I definitely want to break that with my kids in the future. Like, I don't want them to go through what I went through, you know? It isn't the best. So how can society work on problems like catcalling and sexual uh, advances? Well, since it's usually men that are doing that, I think... Because I feel like men usually do that because they want, like, a girl's attention or they think that it's a compliment. But personally, I just feel like, you know, you could just comment on a girl and just be like, hey, you look pretty today or your outfit looks nice. But saying like, hey, can you smile or something? It's like, hey, shouty. Yeah, like that. Like, no, like, just don't say that. Like, to get her attention, just don't be so much of a walking, asshole, I guess. <laughs> walking past 7th Street is not a good place to go. No, no, it's not. But yeah, it's just talk to us normally, you know. There's a lot of name calls. <laughs> yeah, like, like you said before, like with the, your future and stuff and stuff. Like, what is your like for sable goal? Um, I do. I want to be. I want to do something in the medical field, and you know, it's kind of hard, especially because there's, you know, there's a lot of competition, mm. and I want a family of course and i want my kids to grow up and to see me as like a role model you know and not to see me as like a regular housewife or something so 
women in STEM are having a lot of trouble getting into that field mm-hmm. because it's very male dominated. Yeah. And so like even with like subcategories in the medical field, right? Like nurses tend to be female yeah. while doctors tend to be male. Mm-hmm. And so who do you specifically think you want to be and like does gender roles play a factor in deciding yeah okay i don't know if this is wrong of me to base this off like gray's anatomy (laughs) (laughs) but you know like when you kind of look at stuff like you kind of um because there was like this one episode where this girl she wants to you know voice like hey like do this do a cat scan and stuff like that and the patient actually died because they don't want to listen to the female doctor and stuff like that so i feel like women we have to like really voice our opinion and like we have to like really fight for what we believe in because you know men tend to want to like shut us out and so do you want to be a doctor per se or a nurse i want to become a doctor because i because my mom and dad did they were like yeah be a nurse it's easier and i was like no i think i want to challenge myself so there's a big difference between the nurse check and the doctor's check yeah but, you know, nurses do more of the work, I would say. Doctors kind of just chill. It's like surgeries. Mm-hmm. So because of who I identify with, I have witnessed a lot of locker room talk as it's very sexualized and very... Especially as an athlete, you um, hear a lot of shit. Yeah, we, in, in the locker room, men tend to objectify women a lot because they think of it as a safe... Uh, space and same goes with dms and chat rooms where it's just males and stuff like that how do you think we can fix that so when i was dating my ex at the time i had his instagram account Mm -hmm. and there was this group chat full of boys and they would literally just talk about all the girls at our school and about our bodies and how yeah, flat they, chested some of us are. They no really got no time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just like really, like you guys are really spending all this time talking about us while you're. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> you're uh, just sitting back and just. I don't know. So I just feel like it really just starts with educating boys, you know, because a lot of times we're like, oh, protect your daughters or protect these girls or. You know, like don't wear this and that, but it's like it really starts with like talking to mm-hmm. boys and telling them like, hey, this is wrong, and that, you know. Oh, I I saw this post on Instagram, yeah. which I loved. Right, it said, "Don't educate your daughters, educate your sons." Mm-hmm. Right, and like, it's 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 a very interesting. Yeah, it's a very interesting topic because. In, in DMs and stuff, people tend to talk about females in that way. But in, in some cases, I think it's healthy to also, you know, talk about your relationships with people, right? Mm-hmm. Like to, you know, have that type of communication. But it gets to be uh, objectifying when, like, you sort of talk about people's um, bodies and whatnot. And, yeah. and just sort of categorizing and and so like do females do this in your no, experience no we do not do any oh. of that okay it's like but... that guy got a nice ass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay we'll just say like hey like we saw a guy he's cute but we don't go all out like but hey shawty yeah, like we don't do any of that 
where we don't really talk about guys ever. Like, I think if like a female would say that to me, I'll just be in shock. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, like we don't really do stuff. We don't create like a group chat just to talk about boys and stuff. Unless like we really like a guy, then yeah. But just to talk about like their bodies, no. Yeah, yeah. Especially like for me as like athlete, I heard that so many times. <laughs> yeah, like it's so disgusting. <laughs> This definitely plays like their identity of a female is kind of messed up towards it. Like they they'll joke around from time to time, but like it's like, come on, bro, mm. you're like eighteen years old. <laughs> you're serious? <laughs> How do you like feel about like crossing the line with joking about it, like with genders? Um. So for me, I don't really have like okay i do have guy friends but they don't really make me feel uncomfortable or like they won't joke about those type of stuff but i have come across like some guys who would say certain things that are very inappropriate and i feel like when someone when a girl is offended like you should take that seriously and because some guys are just like oh it's just a joke and it's funny to them but then they don't want to really listen to like us girls and just like kind of play it off as a joke and how do you like feel specifically is it like a gut feeling of agitation um see it usually comes from guys that are like uh, i don't know if this is offensive <laughs> they're like skinny and like scrawny and i'm just like looking at them like you really judge us like you really think that saying all this stuff is gonna hurt me so i'm just like take a look at yourself before you say something guess i gotta hit the gym andy no. <laughs> i mean no there's nothing wrong with like being skinny or scrawny. like guys you know like you guys are very like awesome but there's just some guys who are just like it's okay andy. so judgmental and i'm just like where is this all coming from we'll, we'll get through this together <laughs> mm. uh, uh object society it's um it's, it's it's sad to see how you know people uh, like women are molded because of our uh well the male mm -hmm. sort of harassment and that yeah. type of stuff well should we even go there i like should we even make these kinds of sexual jokes i personally feel uncomfortable at times when people joke around about these topics as i'm one of the guys and i'm supposed to laugh it off you know yeah deep down inside it's kind of sickening yeah so like should we joke about it no i say, so i don't really take things to offense that easily but some people do so and i just feel like no because you just never know like who you're talking to and like the stuff that they've been through so no i don't think this is something to joke about once again thanks for allowing us into a female perspective mm -hmm. you know, especially us and uh yeah basically improve as human beings and once again thanks okay so have you been sexually harassed jessica um yes lots of times especially when i was younger which is like thinking back at like certain times like i was in like, school and stuff like that like people would touch me inappropriately like touch my butt and stuff like that um or like when i'm going to like the store and guys cat call me or um especially when i'm going to the poppy store like there's this guy who just sits there and every time i walk in he's always making these like 
sexual comments at me. So, you know, I'm, I don't really say anything to them just because like the fear of like, they could do something because they're much bigger. So I kind of just ignore it or I just kind of like say thank you because I feel like I have to, to just protect myself. Oh, that's crazy. Because like, I've I've seen this live too, right? I've seen seen a a guy who was just like, you know, cat call somebody and then like the lady would just keep walking past Mm -hmm. because like, I can tell that she's so used to it by now. And that like, uh, like she pretends to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I remember when I was waiting for my boyfriend at the train station. This guy came up to me and asked me for my number, and I was like, I was in shock because that was like the first time a guy asked me, and I didn't really know what to do. So I kind of like gave him a fake number, <laughs> and I was so thankful. I was like, I please do not call this number. And I told him, I was like, yeah, like. I don't really get much cell service when I'm down here, so you know, just text me when you get home or something. And I was just like, okay, I hope I never see you again. And okay, so that's that's interesting because should our society have training for women to handle those types of situations, right? Like, should we have formal training on that? I feel like girls should like learn to like defend for themselves, but it's kind of hard because we shouldn't have to you know mm-hmm. like we shouldn't be we shouldn't be afraid to walk out on the street and for a guy to like approach us so it's like what i said before it's like i feel like it has to start with educating these boys and telling them like what's right and what's wrong mm-hmm. it all starts with parenting yeah yeah and so based off of that has your lady friends experienced this too in your experience actually yes and i'm not gonna name like who but mm-hmm. there was um my friend actually told me that she was walking to the train station in center city and there was this guy he was in his car and he was just looking at her and he was masturbating in his car oh my god and That's literally was just looking at her looking at her straight in her eyes uh, and was just trying to follow her uh, and luckily she caught her friend she went down to the train station uh, and yeah uh, and it happens a lot like there was this YouTuber right. who was right. literally just doing a mukbang, and this guy like exposes himself. So, disgusting. Yes, I know. Can I just think who for are a second? Your parents? <laughs> yeah. I, okay, I need to. I I, I need a five minute I'm sorry break. For laughing I need. I need just, to. I'm looking at your reaction. Figure this out. All right. That I mean, first of all. That's disturbing. Yeah. That sounds awful. Mm-hmm. And. I'm so sorry that you and like females in general have to deal with this on a daily basis Mm -hmm. because guys, like we just go down the street and we just do whatever we want. And here's the thing, Mm -hmm. guys, well, for me, right? If I see a lady that I, uh, you know, feel a type of attraction to, right? Like, uh, then, I would think it, but I would never, you know, talk to a lady mm-hmm. unless, you know, I I genuinely want, like, to see if she would like to go on a date, right? But I would never actually do that type of thing. Yeah. That's, that's just... And it's, it's hard to wrap your brain around 
around the psychology around males who genuinely do that type of thing, you know? Oh yeah, there's still plenty of guys who actually do that. Like I've actually seen a guy who was masturbating behind a payphone, <laughs> and <laughs> it just it's so disgusting and disturbing. Do it in your own but... home if you want to pleasure yourself. <laughs> or just... like some guys would just like if they really want your attention. Like they'll just like grab you and like make sure that they're like face to face to you. That's a, just talk that's to a, you. That's a case. Yeah, I mean, like, cause that's... I was in um when I was in high school and like they would like let us out to go out for lunch. There was like this food cart that I was always go to, and this guy was like trying to compliment me, but I try to like ignore him. But he was just like grab me, they just you know I'm try sorry. to talk to me. I'm just like, sir, I got school. <laughs> let me go. Um... Still. <laughs> I'm 16. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's on him with the age is not enough. Yeah. And sometimes fun. age doesn't even bother them. Like they're just like, they're, oh. They're just so fucked up. Well, okay, here, here's the thing. Uh attraction is irrational, right? Mm -hmm. Like people feel love towards another person. It doesn't matter their their age, their race, it doesn't matter. But like it's it's up to them to like use their their actual um, type of conscious brain mm -hmm. to you know to make the decision to you know not harass somebody that's underage, right? Like you yeah. can't you can't force somebody to not have that attraction, but you can stop them from actually acting on it. Oh no, I have. Like, I just tell them, like, "Hey, I'm 16 years old." Mm -hmm. But you know, guys don't really listen. They're just like, "Okay, and that's just a number." Well, 911 is a number, so <laughs> like, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> oh my god, oh, it, it's my god. I, this gave me a whole different perspective on like, like being a male and then seeing this shit. You're, what you're talking about is just sickening. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you, Jessica, for <laughs> giving your perspective. Like. <laughs> And like, if we made you uncomfortable in any way, oh, right? No. Just, just let us know. Mm -hmm. right. Okay. I'm still processing. <laughs> All right, outro time. Thanks for thanks again. Like Andy said, you know, it opens up a different perspective for us as humans. Like, really, this is crazy to even hear and listen from your stories. So, like, our next episode will be discussing youth decision-making and the future goals that prevent this from happening or can happen. So, Jessica, would you like to do the honors? <laughs> Here we go. Just, just take okay. my phone. I'm it pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I can go. Did it didn't turn off? Yes, while I was talking. Oh, like, uh, uh, okay. I can go. It's 4-6. Um, right. I guess we should have told you the password, too. <laughs> So once again, this is the A&J Show signing off. I'm Jessica. I'm Andy. And I'm James, and thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Follow us on Instagram at A underscore J Show for updates on the show. And Jessica, do you want to include your Instagram too? Um, sure. X Jessica. Oh, wait, nope, nope, that's wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jessica XVN. Thank you. Oh.